0: Welcome to the podcast Restore Yourself, Restore Your Marriage. Where it's all about discovering the thoughts that get you in the mood, the thoughts that get you out of the mood, and how creating a deeper connection with yourself creates a deeper connection with your spouse. I'm your coach, Shelley Anderson, coaching you through life, love, and intimacy. This is episode number 182. Ignored or ignited. Ooh, yes. So I wanted to talk about a topic that does come up somewhat frequently when I'm working with clients. They talk about this concept of, hey, there are parts of me that are being ignored by my spouse. And along with that thought comes another thought. And it usually goes something like, the sexual part of me is what gets the focus. The vagina is what gets the attention of my spouse. And so what ends up happening is that a lot of times when we are having thoughts like this, we will blame our spouse. And in the process, we hand over our own happiness to our spouse. And we say, all of my happiness, all of my joy, all of my satisfaction in life, this is 100% in your hands. And even when it comes to the sexual relationship and how I feel as a person and the type of attention and the amount of attention that I'm getting, that is 100% in the hands of my spouse. We hand everything over. Now, we don't verbally do this. We never tell our spouse that we're doing this, but we are doing it. And in the process of doing that, we end up feeling very powerless. We feel like there's nothing that we can do to improve our own situation, And a lot of times when we are feeling powerless and we don't know how to move forward and we're waiting around for our our spouse to make all the changes, our spouse to do all the fulfilling of our soul, our spouse to be the one to complete us, we end up feeling very stuck in our own lives. We don't tap into our own potential. We don't tap into our own power and our own effectiveness to make a huge difference in our own life. And this can very easily lead to feelings of hopelessness and feeling depressed and feeling like, hey, this marriage isn't meant to be, and it's not going to work out. I don't think I like this and we can very much fall into the trap of like the grass is greener on the other side, right? Another man would pay attention and to all the other parts of me. Another wife, another woman would really pay attention to all the sexual sides of me and not just focus on all the other things. So both husbands and wives can really easily fall into a trap when we start thinking in these ways that maybe only one part of us gets the attention, and all the other parts of us get ignored. Now, what do we do with all this? And of course, it's going to come back to our thinking. A lot of coaching has to do with the process of our thoughts, the patterns, and the system of what one thought will do and how it will affect The other aspects of our lives it affects how we feel and it affects the type of actions that we take and therefore it affects our results and so part of what i really aim to do with this podcast is to really increase all of our ability to tune into our thoughts it's to increase our thought awareness because for the most part we all know that we think We know that we have thoughts. But what often is not taught is that we need to think about our thinking and question and challenge it. And so I really like to bring up all these common issues that come up. And sometimes issues I bring up are very heavy and strong and they're prevalent in probably 99% of the couples I work with. And other times they're thoughts that come up sometimes and they're not as heavy, but nonetheless, they can still contribute to how we are experiencing our relationship, intimacy, our marriage, and our life as a whole. So of course, we want to take a look at our thoughts, right? This thought of, hey, These other parts of who I am are being ignored, and only one part of me is getting attention. That can also lead to several other negative thoughts. So what we want to do is really challenge this thought of, hey, the other parts of me are being ignored or... Um, only one part of me is getting all the focus and attention. And what we want to do is take a holistic view, one that has a little bit more balance and one that is actually based in reality and not just a thought. I love to remind people that our thoughts are just a sentence in our mind. And just because we've thought them, just because we've thought a thought doesn't make that thought true. If we think, hey, my husband is not paying any attention to the other parts of me, he's only paying attention to my vagina, that doesn't make that true, right? But when we're thinking it, all of a sudden, we're going to start ignoring all the other wonderful things our husband is doing, and we're only going to look for the evidence that supports that one thought. It becomes very unbalanced and very one-sided and very unfair. So We really have to take a step back and look at our own thinking. We have to think about our own thinking. Now, I also want to point out that when we start thinking thoughts like this, we have usually, on our own accord, neglected some aspect of ourselves. We have ignored some aspect of ourselves. Maybe it's self-care. This is usually what I find is happening, this connection. We have become overworked, overwhelmed, overstressed, so many things. And we have neglected just even some basic self-care. Like, hey, I do need a 30-minute downtime. Like, There's just too much going on. And of course, this doesn't mean being selfish. It means basic self-care, So a lot of times when we start having these thoughts that our spouse is doing all these things, they're ignoring, they are neglecting, they are doing all these horrible things, we can take a step back and say, how how have I neglected me? right? How have I let my own health go to the bottom of the list, of the to-do list? And so if we take just a few minutes to be honest with ourselves and really answer that question we may realize hey i i need to spend a little bit of attention on myself and not indulge but the needed attention for health for mental health and for emotional health which will in turn affect our physical health so we need to take a look at our own self care that's not our spouse's job It is our own responsibility as an adult to really make sure that self-care is there. And as part of this process, we can look at what our outlets are, right? Do we have a healthy support system? Have we gone out with our friends? Have we gone out to lunch? Have we talked about fun things with our girlfriends, right? And maybe talked about TV shows that we're interested, or books, or maybe we go salsa dancing, or maybe we just enjoy some yummy food together. Are we making sure that those things are taking place? A lot of times we neglect that social aspect of our lives and thinking it doesn't really matter, but it, it's actually part of our health to address the social aspect of our lives and make sure that we have other outlets. And this is why this is so important. When we don't have a support system, when we neglect going out with our friends and we neglect that social piece of our lives, what ends up happening is is that we put all that weight on our spouse and we say, you fulfill all those things. This becomes really unfair as adults, we are responsible for ourselves. We are in charge of managing ourselves. There's no judge that's going to say, oh, yes, husbands, you are in charge of all these aspects of your wife's life. You plan her social life. You plan her physical health, right? It's, It's not our spouse's responsibility. It is our own. Now, there's something to be said about when we feel like our husband is only paying attention to our vagina or the sexual piece of ourselves, it's usually because we have neglected that part altogether and we haven't paid attention to it. And so we get mad that our husband is like, hey, we're married, we're allowed to pay attention to this. So we get really angry and upset about it. And we say, what about all the other sides of me? You used to pay attention to all these other sides of me when we were dating. And now we, you don't pay any attention to those. And that's not really the case, right? But our brain can be very dramatic and our brain can really convince us that it is the case. So what does it mean to ignore? It means to refuse to take notice of something or to acknowledge it like we refuse to do it it means we pay no attention it's not that it's a little attention it to ignore means to pay zero attention it's to disregard intentionally right on purpose on purpose it means to fail to consider or regard something that is obvious and clear It's to reject as something that is ungrounded. That's what it means to ignore. And so when we say our husband is ignoring certain parts of ourselves, it means that it makes an assumption that he knows every aspect of what's meaningful to us. It assumes he knows all of our thoughts. It assumes that he knows all of our feelings. It assumes that he is choosing to refuse us and to disregard us and to acknowledge us and to consider something that's so clear and obvious and to reject these other parts of ourselves as ungrounded. Okay, there's a lot of assumptions happening here when we do this, right? So I want to point out that we humans will feel ignored. When we ignore ourselves, when we choose to remain ignorant of how we really function as humans and as adults, and when we refuse to really tune into our own thinking, we are ignoring us. And then we are blaming our spouse for it. Okay. We feel ignored. When we remain ignorant, I really want that to set in, let that sink in. We feel ignored when we remain ignorant, when we are actively involved in our own lives and we're thinking about our thinking and we're exploring and experimenting with new thoughts. Our brain's gonna love that. Our brain is going to feel like lit up, it's gonna feel on fire, it's gonna like that. And we're going to discover so much about ourselves in the process that we're not going to feel ignored at all. We're going to be like, look at all this stuff I'm learning and discovering. Look how I'm growing and developing. That feels amazing. And we're not thinking about being ignored at all. That is a gift we can give ourselves as we kind of grow up a bit and look at our own thinking, our own thoughts. But a lot of times, we want to ignore that, right? We want to ignore the reality. So what can we do? What can we do with all this? Well, we need to relax just a bit. We need to calm down. And we need to hold some space for ourselves to kind of do this work and say, oh, well, this is a good opportunity for me to actually think about my thinking. But we also need to hold some space for our spouse and stop making all these assumptions about them. Most assumptions, it's like 98%, 99% of our assumptions, they're, that's what they are. They're assumptions. They are not true. And humans tend to live in the world and our brain tends to live in assumption, which means most of it is not true so we really need to challenge these thoughts and assumptions we need to create this space for ourselves and our spouse and say you know what they're not doing any of this intentionally at all they don't even know about this they don't know that i'm thinking all these things <laughs> right and give them a lot of space and the benefit of the doubt like hey if if we can't even handle ourselves like and most humans can't even be responsible for making themselves happy. How, how do we expect our spouse to not only make themselves happy, but then also to make another human being happy? It is a very unfair expectation and weight that we often put on our spouse. So we need to really have the awareness that this is so common. And this is happening all the time in marriage. And we're like, oh, they're supposed to complete me. They're supposed to fill in all these gaps. It's not really like that. We are supposed to fill in these gaps for ourselves. And we go through this journey with our spouse, right? They don't make up for all of our deficiencies. That is not how that works. We are there for one another as we are working on ourselves. So let's give a lot of space let's give this big, um, warm, comforting space to ourselves and have that room for our spouse. And then use the word yet, right? Oh, they don't don't know these things about me yet. Our brain is going to love that and go, oh, that feels so much better, right? We don't even know all these things about ourselves yet. And so if we don't know them and we can't communicate clearly about some of these needs that we're we can't even meet ourselves for ourselves. We definitely are probably are not communicating it clearly to our spouse, so they there's no way they can know these things. They are not mind readers. So this word yet can be very powerful. And I want to throw out a really interesting kind of outside the box idea also as an option to consider. Sometimes when we're feeling like this, we're feeling ignored, we're feeling neglected, or we feel like we're only good for one thing, we are maybe mismanaging our time a little bit. I have found this connection comes up quite a bit, right? And this goes back to the concept of self-care. We have mismanaged our time. Maybe we have become unbalanced. We're spending so much time on maybe these three things— That we've spent zero time, especially for women, to actually tune into the sexual side of ourselves. Not because our husband's telling us to do it, but because that's a part of who we are. And it deserves our attention to say, what does this look like if I develop this in a positive and a healthy way, a way that I really enjoy and like? So we can look at it like, hey, maybe this is not a problem with being ignored but this is a time management problem like i haven't allocated any time to actually dive into this part of myself and develop it and say this is a fun thing this is an awesome thing that i'm able to share with my spouse and so i really want to throw that out there as a as a possible option and solution like look at it from a time management perspective not just like i'm being ignored Perspective. The sexual relationship that exists between adults requires adult thinking, not childish thinking that has no skills or tools or techniques. Okay? The sexual relationship is an adult topic that requires adult thinking, adult thoughts, and adult skills. So we need to acquire critical thinking skills. We need to acquire coaching skills so that we can think about our thinking, so we can think about these negative thoughts and challenge them. And we cannot allow ourselves to remain in immature thinking skills, the same skills that we had when we were three or nine or, heaven forbid, teenagers, (laughs) right? We're adults, we need to use better thinking skills. That's what a sexual relationship asks of us, to use better thinking skills to work through them as adults, not as children. And if we don't do that, then our brain is going to be very dramatic. It's going to think in extremes and assumptions. So here are two powerful questions you can ask yourself. What part of me feels ignored, right? Just so you can identify it, just so that you have a clear understanding. Maybe it's your intellect, maybe it's you know um, your affection, or maybe some of your talents or personality traits. Like you need to define what part of yourself feels ignored, and then the next powerful question I want you to ask yourself is, how can I give that part of me more attention? I love this. I love this question, right? This has nothing to do with your spouse. Stop blaming your spouse for everything. You can give parts of yourself the attention it is asking for. You can do that. It's a beautiful gift you can give yourself. This doesn't mean it's going to require 40 hours, right? It might just need five minutes. It's amazing, Just a little of attention can go a long way, but you can do that for yourself. It doesn't require anybody else for you to feel fulfilled and to feel acknowledged. And if we move away from the concept of I'm being ignored, we can also ask ourselves, like, how do I ignite this part of myself? because that will definitely get attention if we are saying i want to ignite this side of myself again it's it feels like it's been asleep for a while and to ignite means like to catch fire it means to arouse or to inflame with an emotion or even to a particular situation it means to cause to burn to kindle to heat up and to excite and to set in motion. I love these definitions. This is invigorating, right? To ignite certain sides of ourselves that we feel have been neglected or ignored. We can do that for ourselves. It does not require our spouse. It does not require another person. So how will you ignite these other sides of yourself this week? What a fun adventure to feel ignited, to feel alive, to feel excited about your own personality, your own talents, your own quirks that are fun, right? We can do this. We can do this for ourselves. So try and do that this week, because remember, the more you restore this type of intimacy with yourself, the more you restore it with your spouse. Thank you so much for listening today, and I hope you will join me again next week.